the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Y'all ready for the word? Y'all came for the word today? Y'all came for something? Because let me tell you, the word is coming for you. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. God's going to find you because he's with you. Let's go. Hey, the word is coming for all of us. Let me tell you, today, the word's coming for me. So I'm studying for the word. I'm preparing for the word. And I got to get it first. Today, on the way to church, I caught every red light. I caught every wrong lane. The, long, the I would switch lanes, and the lane that I got into was the longest. Every time, I'm like, traffic, traffic, oh my gosh. So that was, and as and I was trying to stay calm, right? Be patient, be kind. I didn't flip nobody off. Y'all better be proud of me. That's just kidding. I don't flip people off. I'm just being dramatic. But I was like trying to stay calm. So then right when I turned into church, I turn in and the visor, the visor comes unhinged and it has the garage door opener and it smacked me in the head. I turned, I was like, And I was like, Lord, is this a test for the service tonight? Because if this is a test, I failed. <laughs> I was like so proud of myself because I stayed calm the whole like 25 minutes, you know. I just got in the wrong lane, just stayed calm, you know, like people were cutting. I'm like, okay, stay calm. And then I turn into the church and the thing slaps me in the face. I was like, are you kidding me? I was calm. Like, I should be rewarded, you know? Like, I thought I would just be rewarded. Angels would start singing as I turned into the parking lot. Fail. No, it didn't happen. But integrity matters. Sasha, your integrity matters, right? We got to walk it like we talk it, eh? I got to walk it like I talk it. So that's why I was, like, learning my own lesson this morning. I was like, oh, gosh. But I made it here, and everything is well. I just thought you guys would enjoy that story at my cost, right? Integrity matters. We are finishing up Integrity Matters tonight. Have you guys been enjoying this message? Has this message been giving us big whoopings, right? Right, because that's what the word does. Love corrects. And we're always, for the rest of our time here on this earth, going to need correction. We're going to need correction. We're going to need direction. We're going to be needing to make adjustments, right? We're always going to be transforming into God's greatest plan, purpose for our life, transforming our minds to the word of God, right? Integrity matters. Integrity is a choice, and it's time to take responsibility for our choices. It's time to take responsibility for our choices. That's what this whole message has been about. Integrity matters, right? And it's time to take responsibility for our choices. Integrity is a choice. So we need to take responsibility for our choices morally, financially, relationally, professionally, physically, 
personally and spiritually. And this is us getting our line where we become integral, right? We become whole, spirit, soul, and body. So we're transforming our old way of thinking, our old values, our old morals, right? And we're transforming them to godly character, Christ-like integrity, right? As followers of Jesus, our personal integrity matters. We should be known as people with Christ-like character and integrity, right? We're not known just because we say we're a Christian, we got a fish on our car. I mean, like, especially today, we shouldn't be driving with that, right? <laughs> no. With the traffic, like, thank you, Jesus, that some of the construction is done on Camelback. Oh, anybody else? Like, seriously, that one lane, I'm like, <sighs> Integrity matters. Integrity matters. I kid you not. One time, I almost got in a fight. Never mind. We're going to reel that one in. No, the ghetto comes out, too, like when it comes to traffic. I think we all have something that pushes our buttons, right? You have your thing. I have my thing. And so we're just going to reel that right back in, right? But before, it's just like, what are you going to do? Well, one time, this girl hit her brakes, and she's like this. So I'm like, I put the car in park, like, let's go. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, Sasha, hold on, integrity matters. That was, that was the hood came out. I was like, oh, no, reel it in, reel it in, reel it in. And then I told myself, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You put the car in park. Are you going to box? Like, what, what, what's going to go down? Like, seriously, stop. Oh, I was going to get her saved. That's what I was going to do. I was going to put my hands on her, lay hands on her. She was about to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But, jokes, Sorry. But I didn't. I reeled it in. Integrity matters. We should be known as people with Christ-like character. That's how we're going to be the light. That's how we're going to be the salt when we get it together, right? We reel it in. We put this nature in check. We put ourselves in check. We should be known as honest people, truthful people, responsible people, accountable, dependable, right? Trustworthy, mature, loyal, faithful honorable, devoted people. We're devoted people. We're devoted to the word. Come on. We're devoted to our church. We're devoted to our character, keeping our word, right? This is how we demonstrate light to this world. We think that we got to speak uh, Christianese. We think that we got to memorize every scripture to impact this world. But you know what? We need to rise up, level up in our character, People don't even know what it looks like to see somebody on time and do the right thing because it's the right thing and keep your word and not steal from the job and keep your promises and be a good parent. You know, that's, that's where the people look at you and be like, how is your marriage still together? Only by the blood of Jesus, right? How are your kids serving in the house of God? Only by the blood of Jesus. Because at one point they chose for themselves. They chose for themselves that they're going to be planted in the house. They're going to serve in the house. they got to choose for themselves, right? This is how we demonstrate through our character and our integrity. Don't be divided, right? Become whole, spirit, soul, and body. You are a spirit. Your spirit man is your real self. You are a spirit. You have a soul, and you live in a body, right? And nobody Nobody is perfect, but maturity takes responsibility. Nobody's perfect. Look at your neighbor and say, nobody's perfect. 
And that attitude you just had, yeah, that's, that's a sign of it. <laughs> Nobody's perfect, right? But maturity takes responsibility, right? Integrity is a choice. And we're taking responsibility for our choices. James 3.2, this is the Amplified, says, For we all, say all, look at your neighbor, say all. That's all of us. For we all stumble in sin in many ways. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Come on, we all stumble in sin in many ways. If anyone does not stumble in what he says, never saying the wrong thing, he is a mature, perfect person, fully developed in character, fully developed in character, without serious flaws, and able to bridle. That means put in check able to put in check his whole body, reigning in his entire nature, taming his human faults and weaknesses. Have y'all ready to rein in and put in check your weaknesses? Do you know that your weaknesses can become your greatest strengths when you surrender them to the word? When you surrender them to Jesus, they can become your greatest strengths, right? You're never on time. You become a person of your word. You surrender that, and you're always on time. God changes it. You have to transform that area morally, financially, personally, right? You have to make that transformation. Our words are key to our maturity, our words are the key to our maturity, right? Because it says a mature person, he don't be talking trash, saying the wrong thing. He can bridle. He can put in check his words. How many of you know that we all need to work on that? Anybody else? Anybody else went off? Yeah. A couple times? Yeah. And then you got to regret and repent. <laughs> Sorry about that. If we could only take that back in. But you know what? A lot of times we can't. It's hard, right? Our words are key to our maturity. And a disciplined tongue equals maturity. Let me tell you, I always thought being the loudest person made me the strongest person. Do you know how hard it is not to talk back? It's hard. It is so hard. I learned the stronger person shuts up. The strong, it takes so much strength. I'm like, I'm just, I'm going to pop a vein. <laughs> and then it passes and I'm calm and collective and gather myself. And then I say, let's put cards on the table and talk about this issue, right? We don't need to throw blows. <laughs> Me and Chautauqua are enough. We threw blows. We just fought. Boom, boom, boom. Somebody passed out. You're right. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's what we say. Boom, boom. You okay? I'm sorry. Get up. Get up. Mom, what happened? Nothing. Why you got that black eye? Your daughter. <laughs> no, we would, we would fight a lot, but that's so immature because you can't communicate. Like now, we are great communicators. We're, God transformed that, right? That was a weakness. That was a great weakness because you can't, you can't act like that. You're grown. You, you shouldn't act like that. You shouldn't act like toddlers fighting over something that's mine or whatever. Do you know what I mean? We have to grow up. We need to put away childish things. How many are ready to put away childish things? It's time to be grow up, man up, woman up. Come on. We got to, this, a disciplined tongue equals maturity. We got to watch what we say. And we have to learn how to be quick to listen 
and slow to speak. We need to learn. This is a learned skill that we're quick to listen and slow to speak. It's hard, but we got to train ourselves. Do you know that uh, like older people want to talk to you, you know, often? And I'm like, can you talk faster? Can you hurry up? Like, in my mind, I think I just like, my mind just, you know, people tell you, slow down, slow down, slow down. So uh, I, I was in the doctor's office the other day. Uh, it's uh, where you get your blood work done. So I walk in, I'm ready. I got, I got my paperwork ready. I got my insurance card ready. What you need? I got it. I got it. I got it. Let's go. Like, I already got it. What you need? Uh, my copay? Okay, let's go. And <laughs> there's an older couple. They got nothing. <laughs> they, got, they ain't got their insurance card out. And, and then you have to see a, a kiosk. So I type myself in. Let's go. Ready. Like, click. Checked in. Next. You ready for me? Because I'm ready. I got things to do. And I want to say that maybe they're like 80. And they are afraid of the kiosk. <laughs> and they're like talking about it. Who's going to touch it? And they got gloves on. They got a mask on. They got it all on. <laughs> and I'm like, hi, how are you guys? <laughs> Sasha, can you just slow down for a minute? And I'm like, do you guys need help with the kiosk? Do you guys have a barcode? They should have uh, texted to you. Oh, no. No, we, did, we, didn't, we don't get no text message. <laughs> I'm like, did you print out anything like when you signed in online? No, we didn't sign in online. I'm thinking like, how'd you make the appointment? <laughs> I didn't even know there was another option. So um, I, get his, I got his name and I'm typing it in. <laughs> and then like his name was Greg Ori. <laughs> All he said was Greg. <laughs> And I put his first name and I put his last name. And I'm like, I'm sorry, it doesn't say that you had an appointment. Like, how did... <laughs> but it was like, they were just so slow, you know? But it just like, slow down, Sasha. Like, slow down, take the minute. And the lady who was going to take my uh, blood work, she had an attitude with me. And then she saw me being all nice to them. And then she was so nice to me. I was so thankful because she's about to poke me, you know? So I was very thankful that I slowed down to be nice to them. And then she comes out, and she's like, oh, how can I help you? And then he said his name is Gregory. I'm like, oh, you didn't say the Ori. You just said Greg. Anyways, slow down. We've got to be quick to listen. Quick to listen. Like, they need help. You can help them. You can type that in really quick. It's going to be no problem for you. But they're like, oh, it's a computer. You know, like, no, we didn't get a text message. I'm like, you just get, open your text, you know, scan the barcode and you're in. No, <laughs> slow down. What do, what do you need to be quick to listen? We need to be quick to listen to the Holy Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit's leading and guiding you. The Holy Spirit's saying, don't park there. Holy Spirit's saying, whatever it is that you need, tell me how many times the Holy Spirit is quickening me to do something and I don't do it, I repent. I'm like, sorry, I did not listen. I will next time. I will. And then the times that you do listen, you take credit. Like, man, I'm so smart. <laughs> Girl, you ain't that smart. <laughs> Be quick to listen and slow to speak. James 1.19. Understand this, my beloved brothers and sisters. Let everyone be quick to hear. Be a careful, thoughtful listener. Imagine how relationships would change if we could be careful, thoughtful listeners. 
Like your kids need careful, thoughtful listeners. And kids, you need to listen up. You got to listen up, right? Relationships, listen up. Listen up. Slow to speak. Be a speaker of careful, chosen words. How many of you guys just flip it? Flip it. Whoops. We need to be careful what we say, right? A disciplined tongue equals maturity. We want to be mature people. We need to watch what we say. Slow to anger, patient, reflective, and forgiving. Pastor Dan said something on Sunday. It just like, boom, hit me like a ton of bricks. He said, don't ever take any offense to the grave. I'm like, whoa. Do you know how many things I'm holding on to? <laughs> like, I got trust issues. I got things going on. Yeah, that's your old fault. No. He said, don't take any offense to the grave. Imagine if this one thing that happened to you, you can repeat every word that was said. How many can, of you can repeat every good thing that was said to you? No, nah, those are here and gone. But the evil report, we got to let it go. That affects you. That affects your purpose. That affects you fulfilling everything God's called you to do because you're holding on to this little offense. Why? Because so-and-so said something. So-and-so did something. Let it go. Let it go. I was like, oh, man, I got a list to let go, God. Ooh, let it go. But, you know, God's still working on me. Don't we all know that? We need to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. We need to speak life. How many are ready to speak life? We need to speak life. It's so easy to speak death. I'm dead. Hashtag dead. Why is it going to be dead? Can you imagine? I'm alive. Hashtag live. They'd be like, what are you talking about? No, but you do the school and everybody like gets in. Everybody's cracking up. Why is it going to be death? Death, 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 right? <laughs> what did Pastor Dan say? He's like, Bro, that's sick. And like, bro, that's healthy. <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> just, it doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right. But we should, we should be on the flip. We got to speak life. We got to choose life. Only be strong and very courageous in speaking life. Right? We're going to choose life. Speak life. And we got to develop in our Christ-like character and integrity. Our character, come on, our integrity, our security, and our identity come from our relationship with Jesus and obeying his word. We hear and do. We hear and do. We got to develop a personal relationship with Jesus. You know how you do that? You develop a personal relationship with the word. You look at the lives of Jesus. In a red letter Bible, those are the words of Jesus. Those are the words of Jesus. Listen to what Jesus said. Jesus is, Jesus is fire. Jesus is, he's a boss. He came in and he's like, for this purpose, I'm here. For this purpose, I'm here. He knew the purpose that he was here for. He's like, if there's any way you could take this, but not my will, your will be done. He said, and when Pastor Dan talks about him talking about you snakes, Jesus called the religious people snakes. Like, imagine they all like pretty much worshiped these people. And Jesus is like, you snakes. It would be like you hear, hearing the word from me and like somebody come in and be like, she's a snake. We'd be like, huh? They're crazy. That was Jesus. Jesus is coming in. Like seriously, 
that we need to look at Jesus and walk in that kind of confidence, walk in that kind of boldness, right? Because our identity, our security, and our integrity come from our relationship with Jesus. We walk as secure people. We walk with a secure identity when we know who we are in Christ. It's about who we are in Christ. It's about Jesus is He's the, the, I'm not even going to try to sing that song they were singing earlier. But he's the king of my heart, right? We, we, live, we look to Jesus. We keep our eyes focused on him, right? And it, our, our integrity, our identity, it's going through an identity crisis right now. Well, because they need to develop in a relationship with Jesus. Paul said in Philippians 3.12, amplified, not that I have already obtained it, this goal of being Christ-like. Not that I have already obtained it, this goal of being Christ-like, or have already been made perfect, but I actively press on. This is a daily discipline. I actively press on so that I may take hold of that perfection for which Christ Jesus took hold of me and made me his own. In Christ Jesus, we have all that we need to overcome. In him, we already have the victory, right? We just need to grow in understanding. We need to grow in understanding. God's word is information. All this going out is information. God's word is information. Receive the revelation, right? Put into practice the application, We put into practice the application, and we produce a total transformation morally, financially, relationally, professionally, physically, personally, spiritually. This should be the evidence. This should be the fruit of God's word transforming our life in all areas, right? By the renewing of of your mind to the word of God. Paul said in Romans 12, 1 and 2, this is the message. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life. You're sleeping. You're sleeping in. And sleeping in, what is that? <laughs> Our sleeping. We got to set that alarm. Let's go. Come on. Our sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. God, you can have my everyday life, my everyday life. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing that you could do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture, to your generation, to this era, that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. Fix your eyes on Jesus and keep them set. Come on. You'll be changed from the inside out. We're always so worried about the outside. But you know what? Change starts on the inside. It starts on the inside. Readily recognizing what he wants from you and quickly responding to it. Because we hear and do. We're not listeners only. We hear and do. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you. Develops well-formed maturity in you embracing what God does for you is the best thing that you can do for him. 
embracing your new creation, embracing that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, embracing that you're the head and not the tail. Come on, embracing all that God's done for you in Christ Jesus is the best thing that you can do for him. Now it's time to walk in it, right? Choose life. Choose Christ-like character. Integrity is a choice. Integrity is a choice. One of the greatest failures in life is not understanding the power of choice. Choose for yourself. Blessing, cursing, life, death. Choose for yourself. Salvation or refuse it. You have to choose for yourself. Choose for yourself. One of the greatest failures in life is that you don't understand the power of choice. You choose for yourself every day that you wake up. The clothes you put on, the attitude you put on, come on. All that, you choose for yourself. Your character is built on daily choices. And consistency is key. Consistency is key, right? We are a product today of our choices yesterday. We're a product today of our choices yesterday. You stayed up all night long, you sleep in. We're a product today of our choices yesterday, right? The choices we make today affect our tomorrow. We've got to make the right choices. Understand, you're a chooser, not a loser. Choose life. You have the power to choose. Now do it, right? If we want a better tomorrow, then we have to choose a better today. We've got to choose a better today, whether it's with your eating, with your health choices, with your relationships, with your finances. You put some money in the bank, bam, it's still in there. It's called savings account, right? They sent me for my savings account, the little debit card. Like, I just, I want that thing in the shredder. I want a savings account that I don't even have access to, right? Take it out automatically. Let's go get that thing out of here. Right, because if I see it, I spend it. Seriously. But you got to do, you got to make, you got to have a, got to get a method that works for you, right? We want a better tomorrow. We better choose better today, Right? Right now is key. It really does matter. For our choices, our attitude, our outlook starts right now. We got to change our outlook. We got to change our choices. Whatever it is that you need changes, change doesn't change until it's change. And change starts right now, right? Your success will weigh out your failure if you continue in the right direction. Your success, it's going to weigh out your failure if you keep at it. If you keep at it, consistency is key, right? In weight loss, in anything you do, you got to keep at it. You keep at it. You keep at it. And one day you're like, hey, okay, let's go. You know, I've been working out. I like to tell on myself. But um, I just want to be healthy. I want to be strong. And when we did the... Um, no, what's the thing where we crawled up the tree when we were at camp? The zip line, the zip line, when we did the zip line, it was so cool because I was so strong. It just went right up, you know? And I'm not trying to say like I ran up like the rest of the guys and nobody timed me, but I'm just saying for myself, I just went up like no big deal. And I thought that was pretty cool. So you can see like all that core and everything's coming together when you could just pull yourself up and you're not like dying. You know, like, <laughs> when you got to the top, I'm like, okay. And the guy's chatting with you. He's just making sure you're okay. And I was like, I could, I could answer what he said. It was like, I was like, oh, I'm proud of myself. Like, let's go, right? Consistency is key. But that consistency is key, getting stronger and stronger every day, right? Your success will outweigh your failure if you continue in the right direction. 
Consistency is key. Choose self-discipline over regret. Self-discipline today so we have no regret tomorrow. Let's go, right? Choose to live a diligent life. 1 Peter 1.13. This is the Amplified. So prepare your mind. Come on. For action. We prepare our mind to do. We hear the word. We do the word. Be completely sober in spirit, steadfast, self-disciplined, spiritually and morally alert. Fix your hope completely on the grace of God that is coming to you when Christ Jesus is revealed. Live as obedient children of God. Do not be conformed to the evil desires which governed you in your ignorance. We're not ignorant no more. Come on. They governed you in your ignorance before you knew the requirements of this transforming power of the good news regarding salvation. Be like the Holy One who called you. Be holy. Be holy yourself in all of your conduct. Be set apart from the world by your godly character and moral courage. Only be strong and very courageous in developing in your Christ-like character and integrity. Because integrity matters. Your integrity matters. Your personal integrity matters. It matters the choices that you make. And your choices affect others. Let's make those choices be a blessing to others and not a cursing. Right? We're going to be light. We're going to be salt. Be quick to listen. Slow to speak and slow to anger, and never lose heart. Take heart. We're all going through different things. Take heart. Don't lose heart. Only be strong and very courageous. Jesus said in John 16, 33, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace. And who in Jesus we have perfect peace. In the world you will have tribulation and distress, and suffering, but be courageous, be confident, be undaunted, be filled with joy. I, Jesus, I have, he's saying, I have overcome the world. My conquest is accomplished. My victory is abiding. In Christ Jesus, come on, we have all that we need. We all have problems, troubles, stress, sorrow, suffering, pain, Everybody, we're promised it. He said, in the world, you will have. <laughs> that's, a, that's a promise. Like, in the world, you will have. But don't be overcome. Because Jesus has already overcome the world. Don't give up, get up. And only be strong and very courageous. Come on, love life. Be strong and very courageous, right? Jesus has overcome the world, and our victory is in him. I am in him. I am in Christ Jesus. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, 57, But thanks be to God, he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. So my dear brothers and sisters, be strong, be immovable, always work enthusiastically for the Lord. For you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. Come on, love life, be strong. Let's go. Be immovable. Be enthusiastic. We're happy to serve the Lord. We're happy to make these adjustments. Come on, we're happy to transform the way we think. We're happy. We're enthusiastic, right? Because we know that all this effort, it's not in vain. It's all gain. All this effort, all this 
transformation, it is not in vain. It is all gain. It is all gain. It's the parent that you're going to be. It's the business owner that you're going to be, right? It's all that you're going to be. It's not in vain. It's all gain. But we got to put the work in today if we're going to receive the fruit and the benefit tomorrow. Let's go, right? Christ-like character and integrity is us walking in love. Christ-like character and integrity is us walking in joy, walking in peace and perseverance. Come on. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Paul said in Galatians 5.22, But the fruit of the Spirit, the result of his presence within us. We should have the results of God's presence within us. People talk about they're super spiritual because they can speak in tongues. La, 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 la. They can sing. What does the fruit of the Spirit say? The fruit of the Spirit, the evidence of the Spirit is love. Unselfish concern for others. It's joy, inner peace, patience. Not the ability to wait, but how you act while waiting. How we act while we're waiting in line. How we act while we're waiting while the cars are like 20 cars in front of you and you keep picking the wrong lane. If you hit one more red light, woo, girl, come on, that's your integrity. Christ-like character. How we act while we're waiting. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature together with its passions and its, its appetites. If we claim to live by the Holy Spirit, we must also walk by the Spirit. Walk it like we talk it. Hey, come on. We're going to walk this thing out with personal integrity, with godly character and moral courage. Our conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit. We must not, we must not be conceited, challenging, or provoking one another, or envying one another. We don't need to. Our personal integrity matters. And we have all that we need for the change that we so desperately want right here in the Word of God. All that change, it's right there. We have it available to us. God's word is information, right? Receive the revelation, the understanding. Put into practice the application, right? And produce a total transformation. A total transformation in every area of your life. Because integrity matters. And integrity is a choice. And it's time that we take responsibility for our choices. Right? We're going to take responsibility for our actions. We're going to take responsibility for the choices that we made. And we're going to either straighten them out or be proud of them. But we're going to take responsibility for the choices that we make, choosing life, choosing love, and choosing Jesus every day for the rest of our life. Because God has a great plan and a purpose for every single one of us. But we just have to choose it. We have to choose it. If you choose it. If you choose to walk this thing out, but let me tell you, here at Love Life, we're the few. Amen? We are the few. We're going to walk this thing out, loving God, loving people, and loving life. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. Integrity matters. You matter. And I love you guys. Thank you so much for coming out tonight. Hope you guys have a great night, and we will see you on Sunday. You do not want to miss it.
Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you. Thank you.